right. Uh, wait, we didn't have any like conversational pieces. Um, yes, we have this whole time. What are yeah, we but doing? I haven't been recording. What? What are we doing? What? Oh. Brian, do you even check the, the show notes at all? Do you yeah. know where you are, sir? <laughs> and have nah. you woken up? Are you in our conscious world right now? Not, not entirely, no. I didn't have time to make coffee. I literally woke up like 20 minutes ago. How? Jesus, I've been up for two hours already. Brian only hour. measures things in increments of 20 minutes. <laughs> I woke up uh, three sets of 20 minutes ago. Brian, that's, that's called an hour. No, no, that's uh, three 20s. <laughs> All right, here we go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Invite to Party podcast. I'm Jeremy. Welcome. I'm also joined by my three comrades, uh, Brian, David, and Ray. What's up? I'm Yo. Brian. I'm the one with the massive beard. Uh, wow. Dave, <laughs> I'm the one with the massive gut. Go- Oh, that oh, was going somewhere else. Oh, that was old. I thought that was going somewhere else. Dick energy right there. I am. Yeah, I'm That's what I was hearing. Today, today I'm sponsored by Dunkin' Donuts. Ooh, are we allowed to say that? Probably not. No, the show's not. I said I am. Oh, okay. You just have like all Dunkin' gear. You have like a Dunkin' hat on, like a Dunkin' polo. If you guys aren't watching, Ray is actually fully decked out in Dunkin' gear. He's also that... dressed up as the guy who makes the donuts from the old 80s commercial. <laughs> right, you remember that with the apron, the giant mustache, and the paper hat? Yeah. yeah. Time to make the donuts. <laughs> all right, so we are going to not start out this episode with the segment that I need to – Dave, do you remember? A quick interlude in which the boys discuss the latest episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, we're not going to do that right away because uh, I don't want to make you guys skip ahead. Because honestly, I'm usually too lazy to do that anyway. So I don't, <laughs> don't want to put that onus on you guys. No, that's fair. That's good uh, customer service right there. I like that. Um, so it's going to be at the end, and we'll let you know ahead of time, obviously. But um, I guess if you want to skip ahead to that segment, uh, check the time code in the – no, we won't. Don't skip ahead. No, Listen you still have to time code. It's important. You still have to Oh, I will. Code. I'll time code the spoilers. Yeah. The spoilers will be in there. But um, yeah, so uh, what do we want to start out with? Um, let's do Conan while it's on my brain. All right, so okay. for part Hold of my on. homework assignment, I'm right. holding. You, you have – I'm going to do this intro. You're on your own here. Because you're the right. subject of this experiment, okay? I don't like this. Uh, Jeremy, in his uh, vast wasteland of pop culture knowledge, um, we have challenged him, Dave and I, to each give him a uh, five movies piece of which he is to watch that molded us in our childhood. Uh, way, way back in the last century of the 80s. Okay? <laughs> so now... It he's is last century. Through. That is weird. Yeah. And so now he's going back. He's going to watch them. And he's going to give us what we lo- lovingly refer to as a book report, which is not actually technically true. Movie report, a critique. Uh, and then we're going to discuss said movie. Today's movie, according to Jeremy, that he watched last week, is Conan the Barbarian, 1984, I want to say. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, at his peak prime, actually where he got his start. Um, Jeremy, what do you think? I was actually pleasantly surprised because 
uh i don't know if i just think like it's older than it was but uh like in my head i had like kind of like had these like i guess i was is uh flash gordon is that older than this way older yes flash uh, gordon oh, okay because i was kind of like, imagining that hold, hold on the one with queen flash. As, as, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. 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 The character because we're talking about conan i'm sorry uh oh no no yeah that movie that's years. older right i think only by one or two years really yeah yeah Ooh, because I, I, uh, I was just thinking, like in my head, I had that that same level of like production and like kind of like crappiness. You know, we're talking about the difference though between a sci-fi movie and a fantasy movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so. yeah, I was really kind of pleasantly surprised. And then um, I was also thinking in my head, like Argo, that's way older. Uh, Jason and the Argonauts, that's way way older. For some reason, I had that in my head as like the same like time frame or whatever. Um, Jason so and Argo. Kind of, you said Argo. Wait, Jason and the Argonauts. Argonauts. Those are two completely yeah, different. Yeah, yeah, I was I had read something about Argo the other day, so I was okay. had that in my head. Jason, Jason and the Argonauts and the, level. On, Jason and the Argonauts came out in 1963. Flash Gordon yeah. came out in 1980, only four years before Conan. Yeah. Okay. I guess, yeah. So, like, 20 years, like, there's a big difference there. So, I was kind of had that, like, I was, like, expecting that level of, like, kind of, you know, not up the standard of uh quality but the production was i thought it was really good and like the sets and stuff were crazy i was like okay this is actually pretty dope like really well like made it like looked good um the music actually also surprised me because i was kind of expecting uh not like i guess the depth of like older recordings were like not as quite as good so it kind of like feels not compressed but like the range of the music isn't as loud like it's like kind of like tinny and like it doesn't feel as deep but it was it was pretty good and i didn't i'd never heard of the composer before because i looked him up and i i was expecting someone i guess more famous basil polydaris or something like that or is that the guy that directs so yeah it's like it's a like an italian name uh it was a friend of the director i think uh when i looked it up um so that was actually really good uh also arnold surprised me i don't know if it's because it's like i guess not like a kind of complex role or whatever but like i didn't think he did a bad job at all i thought it was it was pretty good he's not the term his dialogue was a little stilted but like yeah yeah i thought it was pretty good um and he is so jacked and so muscular i was i didn't want to go left right after i was pretty tired i watched it last tuesday but um yeah it was it was pretty i like that i like that a lot so you Um, did like yeah, I'd say overall it was not nearly as like kitschy and like. No. I mean, it was still a little dumb, but uh, it wasn't like uh, it wasn't. It's a good action flick. Think like cruddy as I thought it would like not cruddy, but like as aged as I thought it would be. Um, some things I didn't like that much. I mean, this is a product of the time, but like there was a lot of white people in the desert. It's like a desert realm, and everyone's like white except for obviously like uh, Doom. I can't remember his first name. Uh, James Earl Jones with that sick wig. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good good wig. Um, what you say, Tulsa? Tulsa. Tulsa. T H U L S A. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot of white people in the desert. Uh, I like the the '80s makeup, even though it's like in there, like the face makeup. I thought was like. Overblown, um, and I it's it sucks because like action sequences and action movies and stuff have come so far, and it's like super so good, uh, especially with like CGI and stuff like that now. That's just like the stunt casting and 
the, the what the stunt actors and action people can do with like the action nowadays is so like realistic and good that when you go back like even to the 80s uh it's kind of like it's kind of like hard to watch because he like hits the dude and it's like like you know he like actually hits them and kind of like bounces off like the sword and stuff it's kind of cheesy but there were some parts where like when he's beheading people and stuff they were like that's pretty sick like the practical effects were like pretty good i thought bloody i like the blood beheading you know not as many boobs as I thought too, because I was expecting a lot more boobs. It's not Game of Thrones. <laughs> not what lie. about the whole orgy scene? There was an <laughs> well, entire I orgy like scene. 80s action. Yeah, but like it was tasteful. It wasn't like uh, it was a zoom orgy. in like okay. or what I thought. What did you yeah, think but was going on in the, in the middle? Of Hold it. on, I need to ask you this now because you've said a couple things. What do you think was happening in the 80s? Like. Did you think that every movie had like tits and bush everywhere or what, what's going on? Well, I mean like 80s comedy movies, they like inject like boobs for no reason. So did horror movies at the time in the 80s. Um, yeah. Yeah. 80s horror movies, you and, know. And the truth is, is and I get your expectation because I don't know if you know any any of the background of Conan, not the movie, the character at all. You know any of it. Um, I know Conan he was, was a comic book dude. I know literary or is. literary, yeah. Uh, Conan the Barbarian literary? is, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He's it, this is classic literature. Some of the comics, though. Uh, which what? the comics, uh, what they do is uh, they adapt his stories. Comics are super graphic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it was um, a book first, and then yeah. uh, yes, comic yeah, absolutely. It? Absolutely. Yeah. So his publication history, I can tell you right now, goes way far back. 1932. Okay. Is when oh, Rob- shit. <laughs> yeah. Robert E. Howard. Um, I'm trying to remember. He did something else. Uh, love. Uh, he did love some Lovecraft books. Um, he, he's, he's an actual famous American author, Howard. Um, and what mm. happened was he got his start by doing these short stories in magazines, like for weird tales and, pulp? and the old, yeah, the old pulp sci-fi uh, 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 magazines. So Conan's been around for a while. He's got like two hundred stories under his belt. So the movie was like uh, six of different stories, like all the different characters and whatnot, and they kind of pushed them together kind of like for almost the greatest hits. Together. Um, Thulsa Doom is one of his most famous enemies. So, you know, it's, it's it, it, I, I don't want to say entirely accurate. As for the racial issue, there's a huge disparity in race in all of the books. Every nation in, the, in these kingdoms is a different race or represents a different society. So if you, mm-hmm. if you, Watch the second movie, which is way cheesier, way funnier, uh, still good action, and you know lots of practical effects, right? So there's a second movie um, that that deals a lot more with that. Like you see a lot more uh, shades in it. What's wrong? Dave shook his head. You want to say uh, something? The 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 second movie is definitely the the lesser of the weaker. The two. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it is definitely. Oh yeah. I am not yeah. saying it's good at all. This first movie, however, is a classic. Um, I think this was also yeah. one of the first times that a fantasy movie 
was considered for any type of Oscar, and it was for the soundtrack. An Oscar? Okay. Okay. Yeah, I can see. Okay. <laughs> that that I can dude, also see. Like, do they have like right, the dude that they got to do the soundtrack is actually a really famous like composer, just not for movies, like for actual music. Mm. So, <laughs> he oh. saw the vi- he saw the visuals and then you know led his orchestra to match the visuals to what was going on. It was just beautifully done. That's why the music is kind of so hard hitting and yeah, kind of like cute. And yeah, it's it's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but movies in the eighties weren't like tinny. I know some of the cheesier comedy movies might have had tinny music, but a lot of the movies that we grew up with didn't have that. Um, no, so it's just I don't I, know compared I, to like I'm modern not, like, like, movies on it. It's not as like yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm not addressing your criticisms here. I'm just trying to dispel some illusions you might have of the eighties and some of these movies going forward. <laughs> like they're not, yeah. they don't, they, we didn't go and pay a dime to go see them in the, the, the back of an alley or something like that. We actually went to the movie theaters that you're going to right now, a quarter. paid money and watched a movie on big <laughs> he said a quarter <laughs> in less comfortable seats. Yeah. As I say, seats, chair technology has gone so far and, theaters nowadays with like the leaning and like the the space you don't have like 300 people and shitty like and barely the, moves back and the usb yeah, charging like, ports but yeah conan is one of my favorite they have those? that's oh yeah yeah actually they do would they even have paging technology in the seats like if you're at one of those movie theaters and serves food you can call your waiter back oh like amc and whatever yeah. um so conan was good. one it was on my list Thank you very much for watching it. It, mean, it meant a whole lot to me. And this is actually what brought me into really wanting uh, to be involved in, in, a, in a fantasy world, not just a comic world. And it was what inspired me to go and get Dungeons & Dragons. Hmm. So, Interesting. Uh, like two years after this, I got my red box. For those that don't know... The red box was the old 1984 five edition, whatever of dungeons and dragons that had just come out. It was called the basic box and it brought you from levels one to five. Mm-hmm. So, oh, like a starter edition. That's cool. Before they even really did before those. starter editions were my dad got yeah. me into D and D. So Conan was a, a yeah, I, I came at that a different way. Um, for me, like uh, getting into to role playing didn't come from uh, like Conan so much, because the first role playing game that I played was Western Games Star Wars. Star Wars. So it came from Star Wars uh, first. So I was more into like the the sci fi side of things until I started reading Dragonlance books. So that's what got me to get into <laughs> Advanced Dungeons and Dragons Second Edition. It was a sign of the times, though. I was five years before you, and five years is a long time then. They didn't have Star Wars. The only sci-fi thing that they had out there was Star Frontiers, which was also made by the people that wrote D&D. But I didn't like it. I also grew up 20 minutes away from West End Games' headquarters in Honesdale. That's awesome. That helped. (laughs) Honesdale. That's where they're from? West End Games was, yeah. Huh. Like Honesdale, PA? Yeah. Huh. I didn't know that. There's a lot you don't I know. know I think it was in Honesdale. <laughs> well, yeah. Honesdale isn't known for a whole lot, all right? Let's be honest. 
West End so Games you, was huge back then. Yeah, it, it was. It used to be. Uh, it was like the number two, maybe three company for role-playing games at the time. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. The more That's you know. Because right. there, wasn't, there also wasn't a huge market either. It was mm-hmm. either you were playing TSR stuff, Palladium game stuff, or West End game stuff. Everything else was like, what the hell is that? Like, there were a lot of people trying to get in on like this this new expanding market, which is great. Yeah. Some of the games came out good. Some of them came out like, what is this hot garbage? But at least we were. Getting West End some- Games was the first one to to really do licensed role playing games. So they yes. did Star Wars, they they did Ghostbusters, they did mm-hmm. Men in Black, they did James. They, so it wasn't like a, no, yeah, James like James a, Bond TSR lost, and that's why they made uh, Top Secret. Okay, and then uh, I don't know, the, the, a whole lot of licensed games came out of uh, West End. Was well, it like the uh, first RP before that? The first RP that like I played Spear, was an X Men one. Was an X Men one, so that was that might have been the TSR Marvel so, superhero role playing game. Yeah. How long ago was it? Because, you know, Marvel's had like 18. Uh, I didn't start playing them until I was in high school, so. Uh, what got you into role-playing games, Brian? Only, I would say early 2000s then. Oh, he could have played any of them then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that could have been the uh, the D20 system, Marvel. It could have been the Cortex system. No, no, it couldn't have been Cortex. That had just come out. So, well, yeah. What got you into role playing games, man? I just said it, didn't I? No, the early two thousands. Played, not why. Oh. <laughs> uh, girl, yeah, I want to hear the. Or- growing the up, my my parents didn't have a lot of money, so they didn't really buy us things. So I never really got into role-playing when I was younger or, or comics or even anything really nerdy when I was younger. Um, it didn't really happen until like middle school, high school. Um, that being said, X-Men was a cartoon on TV all the time. So I grew up watching that and I loved it. Um, so X-Men is really my gateway to pretty much everything. The gateway drug. So in high school, I had friends that were playing art role-playing games, and none of them really interested me until I saw the the Marvel X-Men one. I was like, oh, let's play this one. So. Hmm. I even, yeah, there was a Marvel X-Men. Oh, yeah. Um, I even, I even did, did some uh, online role-playing. There you go. Jeremy, to, one, one day, to, one day, I will give you in, uh, of what your, of my your role playing game library. <laughs> yeah, I'm raising my eyebrows suggestively. Did you ever right do now, the, the role playing games that people did online, where you go into a forum and you play, you pick a character, and and uh, you just play as the character? And I saw that. At, uh, uh, I... There was like this forum for uh shit. I can't remember. It was like a like a like a little miniature game um like a like a kid level one i can't remember what it was not it was maybe like kind of like hero clicks but like the clicky base is there a fantasy version of that game yeah mage Uh, Knight. was it mage Knight. yeah yeah there's a forum for that for like fans or whatever and then they had like a fanfic part that when i was like a like a preteen like teenager yeah i would make fan fiction nice put it on the forum 
Yeah, hey, I forgot about that till right now. That's it wasn't like gross fan fiction. It was like <laughs> you know fantasy cheesy. I wish I could remember what it's called so I could go look it up and see how bad it is. But uh, so I never role played online like uh, like a forum or anything like that. But what I had was uh, we we had text based muds back in the day. The multi user. Oh version. yeah, I've played that. Uh, yeah. And I I played on Night Mist, which was a game out of england i believe nice. that you would roll a character like D, but then you would like you you would like be you'd log in and it would say like there's a path to the north and east and you would put n enter and you'd go north and it would give you a description of where you were at yeah you could attack the bad guys and they would drop loot you, yep. you huh. off of random loot tables so it played a little bit like solo D D. Hmm. Yeah. Now, at, at a base you, uh... level, at a base level, D and D or any role playing game is pretty much you and your friends hanging out, rolling some dice, and seeing whatever the loot table drops for you. Yeah, <laughs> you know, if that's the type of game you're you're going for. So, mm-hmm. I want to play uh, it in person probably again. Why, probably why I'm so attracted to looter shooters. Huh, I just realized. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's basically like an evolution of it, really. Sort of. You yeah, get to kind of. live out the. I, mean, uh, I, I, I think of it more like, like Diablo, where it's just like everything's a pinata. Yeah. You know, you're just seeing if the pinata has anything. Get some dopamine in your brain and like spark it's like, uh, it's, like, like <gasps> it's like Legend of Zelda when you go around breaking pots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's kind of uh, the evolution from the looter shooter, I guess. I mean, I really enjoy my games uh, more in depth, a little bit of personality in there some moral or ethical decisions that might come up during gameplay, uh, making the players choose and then live with those actions. You'd be amazed how many times players stall. Like I've had players stall for like hours making a decision on something like, man, I'm hungry all of a sudden. Let's get some pizza. You know what I mean? Like actual stall. Because- Are you going to kill the infant or not? No. Oof, wow, you're oof. like, that went- that's you're going to kill cool baby Hitler time. or what? Let's go guys. Come on. Decide. Um, actually, yeah, there, there was, there are scenarios like that where it's like you know that you travel back in time. This person's about to rule your entire existence. You came back too far as a baby now. What do you do? You know what I mean? Like there's, there's that type of thing. And then they got to make those decisions. Now, that's a very loose one that I should probably write down somewhere. Um, but <laughs> that – his parents. You know, I, I, think, uh, I think RPGs are very good to explore those types of things. You know, Like uh, – you ever want to safely explore a very dangerous topic in a household? Do it via role-playing game. Uh-huh. You know, like it, uh-huh. it's 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 a much much better way uh, to do it. Like pe- people use it uh, for a number of different things, mainly for entertainment, but sometimes they get stuff out of it. You know? So that's that's how I see. Speaking it. of yeah. moral decisions, mm-hmm. let's move on to the next topic. Why does Sony suck? Sony doesn't suck. I haven't been just keeping in reference. Up, to, I haven't been keeping for anybody's, up with, the, with the news, so I'll do a quick synopsis. Uh, and Ray, you know, listen first, and then we can hear uh, our, uh, our comments from. Go ahead. We're gonna hear the comments from local apologist, Sony apologist uh, Raymond. Um, <laughs> he's leaning back in his chair right now just resisting all right so michael um no my, not michael uh jason schreer from bloomberg used to be a 
excellent writer at Kotaku. Um, so I continue to follow him. Wrote an article for Bloomberg Gaming about Sony's uh, game studio practices and what they've been doing recently with how they decide to make games, um, they how they decide who makes what. And basically, they're squashing innovation in favor of big budget titles like Uncharted, um, The Last of Us, and moving uh, previously, you know, like accomplished AAA studios to assist to assist making these uh, AAA games with like Naughty Dog and um, Sony Santa Monica and things like that. Uh, so basically, the article is about how um, efforts to like you know make something new uh, were you know pushed aside, weren't given the the money for development, weren't giving the like the resources to make something new, and were instead allocated just to I want to say safe bets. Like if you don't come out with Uncharted Five tomorrow, it's going to sell like crazy. Like we already know that everyone is excited for that series. The next game obviously is going to sell really well. Brian's not excited, but everyone else is excited for uh, Uncharted 5. Even me. Like, I want to see what it looks like. They always do really crazy stuff in those games. Um, I want to play them. As far as, like, making it look good. Like, the little details are excellent. I want to play them. I just don't have a uh, PlayStation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, like, they're great games. Like, action-packed. Excellent stories, writing, character, dialogue. It's basically like a Hollywood blockbuster as a game. Um, For, you know, better or for worse. Is it a Equivalent to Tomb Raider? No, way less uh, freedom. Uh, I would I would say it's along the same lines, though. Yeah, same vein, but like I feel uh, little Tomb Raider is more like more uh, open. Upgrading stuff is more like uh, you know. uh, I think Uncharted. You would say I think it's agreeable that it's like some parts are on rails. There are huge like action sequences that are just mind blowing. Like the yeah. things they do, but it's not. If I were to, to pick up both, I'd, I'd say they're both puzzly action adventure games, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, play. yeah. Much like the Indiana Jones game that came out on Xbox, I think they're in the same vein. Did I you guys play played. that? I never. Oh, it's awesome! I didn't, I didn't even know there was. I've never had an Xbox. Oh, it's great. I think PlayStation Two as well. Maybe that's why I played it. But all right, Ray, what do you guys say about the article? All right. Um, first of all, what? you just you, I think you only read half the article because the second part of the article, he talks about how risk averse Sony is being, OK, uh, due to unknown factors and shifts in management. Right. It's not it. It, it could just mm-hmm. be when we get new management in any company, they either wipe the slate clean or they get rid of factors that they can't manage uh, to start over. OK. Mm-hmm. Um, so with the shift in management, it's entirely possible that nobody wants to take a risk right now with the world and global economy the way it is, right? They, they want to keep Sony making money, right? So a safe bet is what's needed. Sometimes that works. Sometimes it doesn't. You can't say Sony sucks for making a sound business decision <laughs> is my point, okay? You, that was, uh, the article's that was not told why the Sony sucks. Yeah, that no, that's all you because the article's not even called that. All right, because I went in thinking I was going to be so hot at this article, and I read it, and I was like, ah, oh, it's not bad. It's a it's a straightforward angle on this, and then I was like, he just did that to piss me off. Is pretty much what it was. <laughs> so, I did. Uh, <laughs> I know. You um, did. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Why does Sony a pain in the ass? Why can't they like Days Gone too? 
just because Days Gone got like a seven on Metacritic or whatever, why can't they make a sequel? All right, it's so well after the fact. Sony, Sony's management is firmly old school Japanese. Okay, um, firmly, the Japanese do business way differently than America does. Okay, mm-hmm. there's a lot of uh, me- measuring five times and then half cutting once. You know what I mean? <laughs> like they they take it to they're a, measuring again. Yeah, they they you take it to an extreme that precision. Okay, I'm not I, and I'm not saying that it's great because it doesn't match gamer mentality but the you know sony puts out quality product um when it's when it's there the only thing i'll say is if sony doesn't have enough money to roll the dice on some new and inventive and creative uh ventures that aren't a surefire bet then they're already doing it wrong uh, and I get that, and that's that's what the article uh, is so, asking. Uh, yeah, like like you have that that side of things where it's like they're they're you know they're 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 placing all their bets on the short bets. You know what I mean? And then you go look on the other side of things, and you have Microsoft, who's like, I think I'll buy Bethesda today. I was going to say, do you think this would be as big a thing if we didn't have Microsoft on the other end, like literally throwing billions of dollars, just like just everywhere? They're like just throwing it everywhere, getting crazy deals on Game Pass, like for day one access to things like that. Do you think Sony would love that? One changing the defining factor between the two is Game Pass. They have a guaranteed amount of money coming in over top of the gold that they they can bank on it so they know hey if i spend five billion it's going to take me six months to get that back with our player base. correct yeah it's not like microsoft is willy-nilly making all these decisions they just know yeah yeah, they are making better business decisions they have the ability to like like cash into like like if fallout becomes a microsoft exclusive on game pass day one that's a big fandom. Even with the, the 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 shit that went down with seventy six, that's guaranteed money. I would say even bigger Elder Scrolls. That's like yeah, oh yeah, oh, Skyrim. Yeah. If, if they dropped the Skyrim too, oh my god, I, I think Sony Blackwood? would have to like close the shutters and just Elder just Scrolls give up. six, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't I don't know about that either. It's entirely possible that. You have to remember that this doesn't come down to this comes down to the way the different uh, different companies do business, uh, smart, right. not smart, whatever. It's just different practices. Um, yeah. Where where we see Sony, uh, Microsoft making big strides, um, you know, Sony on the other hand uh, can't keep certain things in stock. Period. You know, and I'm not. I don't know what either of those numbers are compared to each other. Microsoft is just naturally a bigger company, so of course they're going to make more money, right? I yeah. I just don't know uh, anymore uh, on how any of that's going to play out. Um, is right it, now, I just is, can't believe that. I, I can't believe that PlayStation hasn't made their own version of Game Pass. They it's have to PlayStation now, but it's that, Actually, yeah, no, that's not the same for, thing at all. Actually, for six, yeah, six dollars a month, uh, the the PSN, which Microsoft never did from the beginning of time. By the way, the back on the PS3, I still have my entire digital library for everything every month that they came out with, and there were tons of AAA titles that came out 
every month just for, for free for their subscribers. So as long as you have it in your library, yeah, but history, that, that's, not, that's not the same thing. No, it's not the same because thing. You, but it was also that. It, that was also like, happening six to seven years before Game Pass even came out, though. Like they've been doing it the entire time. Right, but Xbox Gold has the same thing where they have like no, no, didn't. Gold did not have that at the beginning. Gold only started at the beginning was like 2005. You're you're comparing apples to oranges, though. When there's apples to apples comparison, well, you're you're saying why don't they have a Game Pass thing? I'm telling you what Sony's had since the beginning. The problem is, is they haven't changed that format since. Right, well, they they did that. Gold did that, and now now Xbox has gone and done Game Pass. Right. So what I'm saying is, like, th- these are both ten dollar a month services. This no. is now a twenty to to a fifteen no. to twenty dollars. PlayStation's service. always been like eight dollars, six dollars. Oh my god, we're gonna squabble over four bucks. I'm saying they get three times. It that is then. that actually Instead made me buy the PS4 first. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't get Game Pass. So there's a shit ton of people out there that are like, oh, I can have this library of 200 plus games I, all the time. You for need, all right, hold on, hold on. You need to rewind. This is not apples and oranges. If we're going to go in chronology, Game Pass didn't happen until like two years ago. Right. My and that's what is, I'm, everybody what I'm that had a console now, already bought their console based on what was there already. And if I only had one choice of a console, I would have been on Sony because the PlayStation Network was so much cheaper. And I was getting more bang for my buck until Game Pass came out. But we're not talking about PlayStation 4. We're talking about now, which is PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X. Who's making that decision? And and who's going to go the Sony route first when... I agree that they have better exclusives. Sony has always had better exclusive games. Miles Morales, the you know, the Uncharted and whatnot. But at the same time, you have this whole library that's pushing more people to want the Series X for sure because they have this built-in game library that comes Correct. you know at at not much of a, a cost. So I'm not talking about back in the day when we decided because i made the decision to get a, a playstation 4 before I, ever before i even had an xbox at one x or one. correct my yeah. problem is, is you kept on using past tense not now when you were saying that well that's because the the release of these new xboxes and this last generation we're, we're in what month of of the release now since yeah. november right yeah so it's been almost half a year, and just because nobody can get them, everybody is still fighting over all of them and taking what they can get yeah. either side. I think that's playing real. into uh, Microsoft's benefit as well, because I feel like if they had like a plenty of supply for everyone right at the beginning, like people on PS4 would have been like PS5, obviously, and then uh, I mean I that's I wouldn't have argued with that, like that's fine, but like since there's more time for like people to actually be like, oh wait, this is coming to Game Pass, this is coming to Game Pass, there and like they don't have a PS5 or a Series X yet, they might be, be like. Maybe I won't get a PS5 this gen or something like that because they keep are like seeing these things that they're adding, uh, and due to supply being and not low, only that, but we, as we already discussed as well, the, the whole Capital One Microsoft merger of like the the you know what is it thirty five dollars a month you get your console now. Oh, the uh, and, and, uh, all access. Yeah, yeah, the all access where you get the console and everything. I mean, that's super smart. 
super right. smart for the, the bird pandemic. Have, have the five can't afford a five hundred. Yeah. So yeah. apparently, this is just American gaming that we're talking about. Um, as of well, well, last, to, as to of last week, Campino, this is America. As of last week, the PS Five has full has sold six point two nine million consoles with the Xbox Series X selling just over four million. Yeah, but what's so, the supply? I mean, I, I, it's, it's, I and not only that, the, I, I'm not discussing sales uh, of consoles here so much as the built-in $15 a month for Ultimate that Xbox is getting because that Game Pass is generating that money every month. So they have the money to, to, no, I to get throw the, down on the table and bet on hey, crazy things. Where Sony, I, I agree with everything you. I've already agreed with you. I have agreed with you on all that. I want. I was curious about the numbers. I just looked it up. I was curious too. I had. Uh, so, I was trying to look so it up on my phone. It's not about you know, uh, it, it, and it's not about who's selling more. I'm not disparaging one system over another. I'm getting both. All right, let's get something straight. And I'm getting both because they. I both think we all are. Yeah. Yeah, they, not they, me. they just have different. You don't do anything. The rest of us do, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. How, how many so, uh, Series S sales? Because that's cutting into Microsoft supply as well. Uh, I, I didn't look consoles. it up. It just said the next generation. It was just next generation, so I could be yeah, combined. Yeah. So, but the point is, is I could find a Series S now if I wanted to. Like Best Buy literally has yeah. them add to cart. They uh, have been for a week now. Yeah, I don't think anybody wants them. I, I, I don't think – I think that was a miss on their part. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. they'll eventually sell out of stock. What's uh, the difference? It's a half a step between like the one yeah. the the one X and the the Series X. It's like the in between one. It doesn't have quite yeah. as much processing power. I it think, doesn't have a disk drive. It's like you know downloads only. I don't know about good. a miss. I think we'll see the benefit of the Series S once Series X and PS5 are in full supply. And I you think. Don't have to, like, I think the, for the people that are not hardcore gamers will go for the Series S. I also I think the PlayStation owners will be the ones who also get the Series S. Because you don't want... If you're going to be playing all your multi-plats on PS5 and you just want to do Game Pass games or whatever, or even Bethesda games, like you're a Skyrim fan, you're not going to get a Series X because like you already have a PS5 that you can play all your other cool games on. You want to play Skyrim's or yeah. um, Elder Scrolls 6, though? Get a Series S with Game Pass. And you have your Microsoft has a better and more attractive package to it. I, I agree with you one hundred percent, but not at the behest of what Sony's doing either. Okay, like Microsoft is just more attractive. It doesn't mean PlayStation or Sony is ugly. Does that make sense? You don't choose one girl because the other girl's ugly. Yeah, I, all I'm saying <laughs> is I I am shocked. That they haven't gone the same way with with that built-in subscription model for some kind of Sony Game Pass that they guarantee. We have all this content. We own all this content. It's sitting out there. We might once in a while sell a game. But if you mold that into a, you know, uh, a subscription service that you have to give me $5 a month, and if you give me that $5 a month, you can access this whole library of stuff we already own. That's using that that stuff that I already invested money in 
to generate new revenue that I can then dump into those smaller studios and take those chances on some of these new games. Because well, I know I'm still going to make a profit at the end of the day. I think it's a smarter... It's just like Disney+. Plus. They know they have X amount of subscribers. They know how much they can spend on a Marvel show. You know what I mean? And still make tons of bank. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, it's just a smarter... Going forward, I think it's a smarter... Uh, subscription services are going to be the smarter way to go... To right. make sure that you're not overextending your business, and I don't think that Sony has caught caught on to that yet, uh, or else they'd already be doing it. That's that's my point. I that, I think I Sony's think not doing that. I think if they did that, they could actually beat out Microsoft because of the amount of cool exclusives. And the only way they're going to get more new cool exclusives that aren't just sequels of old exclusives is to take those gambles that they need to take. Right. By having a subscription service and having the money to back it without losing yeah. Go ahead, Brian. Wait, so Brian. That's the point of what I'm saying. Uh, I, I think the reason Sony hasn't isn't doing that yet is because Microsoft does it. I don't think they no, want to... I, I don't agree with that. I think the reason they don't do that is because their management is so old school that they they refuse to, to do business any other way than what they've been doing. I also well, think because uh, they know I, they can sell a sixty or seventy dollar game. Uh, case in point, PS Five remake of The Last of Us, which already has a remaster for PS Four, so it's the third time it's coming out, and they know they're going to be able to sell it for full price, and people are still going to buy it. Either way, it's not like the thing with microtransactions. Either way, both of these companies are winning because we're talking about them right now. We're arguing about them, absolutely, Brian. I yeah. Well, yeah, they're going to win. They're the biggest video game companies, which is like the fastest growing, largest entertainment medium in the world. Fastest, set, by history. the way, uh, the, the most Bigger populous is, is the Switch. Uh, beats yeah, oh, well, yeah. But that's like, yeah. <laughs> almost, Nintendo almost, does their own thing. They do whatever they combined, want. Almost combined, yeah. by the way, according to the article I just read, the Switch is outselling all everything. Oh, yeah. Else. Wow. They're, they're wild. Yeah. But also, awesome. they, you know, Amazing. cheaper to produce. Like it's not competing really. It's like it's competing, because, but it's not like they're trying not, to fight for the same space. Nintendo has their own planet where they do their yeah. own thing, and everyone is like, "All right, whatever, Nintendo, like go do whatever." Yeah, but Nintendo also kind of cool. also has like Mario and like Zelda and all the, all those games that like that appeal to both um, genders. You know what I mean, bro? Let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you a story. Liz loves Ms. Liz loves playing. Uh, Animal Crossing, right? And she loves Hello Kitty. Animal Crossing announced a crossover with Hello Kitty on these Amiibo cards. Amiibos are things that you could just put near the Switch and boom, content appears in your game, yeah. right? Like the... Uh, Target, was supposed to, Target was supposed to distribute these things, right? And they were supposed to get a handful and everything was supposed to be done online and you had to wait in a queue. I was in the queue. I was up at 6.30 in the morning to get these Hello Kitty limited edition Amiibo cards for her. Right? Target completely screwed it all up. I went and got some bootleg cards from China, like some actual ones that were released in China. They're in Chinese, but they're the exact same cards, like, and had them shipped here. Whereas I could buy six cards for $6 over here, right? Like a booster pack of Hello Kitty things. All sold out. Immediately you go on eBay, they're selling for $400 here, the English ones. Because people wow. who, that got them from Target turned right around like not 10 minutes later 
Anyway, I got, long story short, I got her the Chinese ones, and uh, Nintendo said, "Yeah, they'll work. They work for Ch- they worked in China. Why wouldn't they work here?" And boom, she put it on the thing, and she's got her Hello Kitty stuff, and she's happy as hell. Nintendo, don't give so a they're not, fuck. Okay? Not region specific. <laughs> no, yeah. they just don't care. They're like, yeah. Play the, the other game. reason I said, the other reason I was saying Sony was kind of crappy was to, you know. What I touched on a little bit with the remaster of a game that already came out two times um, for full price by the time um, is that uh, you have Xbox over here like upgrading games to 4K to current gen for free, giving boosts to 60 frames per second for free. Certain games, I'll 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 say that it's not every sure. single game, but uh, then you have like Xbox, you have four gens of games on that. But I'm saying is like. It's risk. Is there a difference between risk averse and like basically fleecing your customer or like treating them like uh, like actually treating them like a cash cow because that's the third game and they're taking resources away. Naughty Dog is making this game again. Why are they we, doing that instead of making I don't, another that's game? What I don't know. I can tell you, Sony's actually doing something different. I can tell you exactly what it is. They're giving away the PS5 version of any PS4 ga- game that you that came out in the last several years. Like if you have it in your library. And you open it on the PS5, it accepts it, updates the game for the PS5, including all the 4K and whatever else for free. There's no, it's not as many games. um, I think they have over 60 AAA titles that they've already listed that are already getting the free upgrades. But isn't isn't Xbox offering the same thing? See, you can play Xbox games on Xbox. They won't. They won't. They won't scale or update to the next gen. You just play. Not not immediate like the thing, but you can play them like with a speed boost, so it plays at like sixty frames. Um, Some of them have HD textures, but that's games from two thousand one. Er, yeah, no, earlier. I will say this. Xbox come out. I will say this. I have not owned a Sony video game system. A PlayStation since PlayStation Two. Um, I have not owned a Nintendo system since the DS and GameCube. PS3 is the last one I had. Honestly, it's a lot of it was Xbox Live and how that carried everything over, and like but, having my history of gaming on there, and yeah. also the controller. I can't stand the PlayStation and a- controller. And Xbox, I've had since the original Xbox. Mm-hmm. I had both for a while, and then the the single player nature of the Sony games. Like I like watching them. I watch le- uh, let's plays of all of them. They're great looking games and are fun to experience. But oh, like, I, I loved my PS2. It, there were so many like, games that I played on the PS2, but I just never had an like interest. One shots, one shot yeah. games. I don't know. There's there's ultimately uh, you can only go so far with with graphics and fidelity and things like that. Um, it kind of all comes down to the games that you create and play, which is, I, I do agree with you guys that they need to take, Sony definitely needs to take some chances here. I'm not an apologist for Sony. I just don't like that when they're, just, <laughs> when everybody compares, it's not so much about touting your side, but as much as grounding the other one into the dirt, which is not good for debate, I'm just going to say. Um because well, you don't I, need to. Put... I, I'm not trying to grind PlayStation. In. in fact, I am the bigger PlayStation fan than I am Xbox. I think everybody knows that this gener- this last generation, the X, uh, uh, the 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 Xbox One was my first ever Xbox. That was just for Sea of Thieves. Yeah. 
but they started off poorly too. They fucked up last gen. So you bought you bought an Xbox just to play Sea of Thieves? Sea of Thieves, yeah. Yes. Yeah, you did. It it uh, it had that much allure to you that you bought an Xbox for it. Uh, I, I, I it was more a uh, friend loyalty. I had a friend James that said, "Hey, I I need a friend to play this game with." Uh, it was during the beta, uh, and he was like, do you, "Do you think you could get on here uh, on an Xbox?" And I was like, "Well, I don't have one, but Cat's right. parents had one, so I did a little uh, haggling with them and, and traded them uh, a Blu-ray player for their Xbox because they were only <laughs> using it to to watch Netflix." It's terrible. Um, <laughs> so they they got, they got it with the intention of of playing console games, but then they. They ended up playing like World of Warcraft more, and they didn't play the the console at all. So we traded for that, and I got the Xbox specifically for Sea of Thieves. And then every upgrade, I upgraded to the X, and got a 4K TV, solid state drive, all for Sea of Thieves because that's what we were playing. All and what time. else are you getting? Uh, what else are you getting today? Uh, my Tomorrow, Series X arrives now today. It. it it on a Sunday? Yeah. Yeah. FedEx. We get deliveries out of here, man. People want to work out here. We get deliveries on Sundays. They shouldn't have so, to work. Uh, Free the people. I uh, so I, I feel like while, Sunday while I deliveries agree. didn't happen until the pandemic. Amazon did it before, right? USPS yeah, Amazon only delivers Amazon time. packages on Sundays. But I mean. Yeah, the post office does Sunday. Yeah, Sunday Amazon delivery. Unfortunate. But Capitalism, this baby. Uh, this is, this right. is coming from FedEx. Let's let's get on to our last subject, shall we? Wait, wait, wait. Let's uh, let's review Sony on a scale of one to ten. Uh, zero. This is That's because Sony you review. don't have it, so you don't count. Uh, uh, go ahead, Dave. I'll listen to your uh, your opinion. We're not reviewing Sony. We're not, like, uh, it's too I, early. I'll, the pandemic I'll fucked everything up. For for the sake of of how many great exclusive games they have i still think they're like a solid eight yeah and i think microsoft making the moves that it's doing is a nine right now honestly I they're really so think, close it really the is so thing close. Will be, uh, even bigger i think it'll put them in a stark contrast uh is when like i forget how many studios microsoft has now like 30 or whatever but when like the ones they just acquired from bethesda and stuff and they pump out like three four games per year of like quality oh, yeah. content for game pass exclusive most likely or like Xbox exclusive, um, I think then you'll start to be seeing like once Xbox is more like you can't miss this titles like God of War, right. Uncharted, The Last of Us, it'll start to be, you know. Well, I mean, honestly, let's, let's see what's going to go down. The truth is, is that them competing means that we get better gaming experiences, to be honest. True. With you. So I'm OK with this. And better prices. I think the PlayStation 5 would have been a lot more. Oh, yeah. I think it would have been $100 more minimum. Uh, if not, Get Brian has a picture up. of our Lord and Savior, Master Chief. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Infinite. Oh my God, and I don't even go. That's a whole episode. Oh, oh, I'm rubbing hyped. his face. Um, you guys will be hyped for that. You guys at least have to play it. Four player drop in, drop in co op. Let's go, and there won't be oh. connection issues. That's Outriders. Jeremy, this was just oh. a tag tag oh, from a pillow, but it I kept it. You should frame it. Put it yeah. in your mantelpiece. Anyway, uh, all right, that's it for why does Sony suck and why does Microsoft rule? 
featuring Sony representative Vice President Ray. This is why I wish I was was making that bank, bro. I wish then we wouldn't have to worry about Brian being a hobo for real. And uh, we'll just move Dave next door to me, you know? And uh, all right, let's talk about Loki real quick. We're talking about Loki. The trailer dropped two weeks ago. We are. Lo- yeah. I forgot about it last week. I completely forgot about it. Um, so we'll just You're do it real okay quick. You're I even watched it. Wow. 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 Where has he been? Wow. He hasn't been in anything. Wow. Owen Wilson. I haven't seen him for a while. Honestly, I, I, when I saw him in this trailer, I was like, oh, yeah, he's, a, he's alive. He's got gray hair now. He looks good. He always oh, looks that good. That dude. That dude he's is awesome. amazing. I'm really yeah, excited. Just, I think the biggest thing for me was being like, they just do something different so far each time. Like we got like the craziness that was WandaVision. We got more of a classic Marvel experience. That's kind of delving into some deeper territory with this most recent episode. Uh-huh. So pretty, uh, pretty deep territory. And then we had this like wacky sci-fi, like time heist craziness. That's yeah. Loki. Like, it's like the, the guardians of the galaxy. Uh, it feels a little like that. It does. It does yeah. feel like yeah. that. the aesthetic um, too. Is cool. Like the I, I like where this is going. I don't like the fact that the uh, uh, time police are there. Seriously, oh my god! Are they real or they get made yes, up? Yes, that, uh, that is a real comic book thing. Um, okay, that whole agency. The problem is, is uh, it was set up by uh, Kang, mm-hmm. Kang the Conqueror. Oh, and he's going to be in. Um, he's going to be in stuff coming yeah. up. Yeah, Quantum. That'd he be might. Cool. Uh, he I might make his debut in this series. Got to tie in. I feel like they got to, because otherwise mm-hmm. Kang is like a tenuous relationship to the. They like, have intro. Oh, yeah. I'm intro and. I want here's here's what I want, I want the whole first half of that series to show that the the time cops are actually the the, the bad guys, and then swerve at the last half. Really, you've been rooting for the bad guy all along because <laughs> Loki's the worst in the galaxy. Period. He is oh, the yeah. worst. I don't know how this guy with his character got a damn TV show. Honestly, he seems really funny too. It seems pretty funny, really, because yeah. I'm pretty sure you've backstabbed at least fifty people, literally, or whatever the line was. I can't remember, but he's he, Hiddleston's great, so he's always good on scene. Always want more uh, of him. Owen Wilson just play, I think they cast him because of the way he's going to play that character, like uh, wow. kind of a smarmy know-it-all, which is. Mm-hmm. Really works for him. Yeah, you know, it really does. It's like I've seen everything you're in, man. They're doing another uh, 101 Dalmatians. That's you. That's what you come uh, up the with. Cruella, the Cruella. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we talk about trailers. Uh, yeah, Cruella. No, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, Loki didn't reveal too much. It just revealed enough, I think, to get interested. Like, be like, oh, I'm looking forward to that. And I can't but, believe they keep doing that. Like, they're like, they have an engaging better. series. You think so? I, there are a ton of Tom Hiddleston fans. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah. I think WandaVision. Uh, you had the the crowd of people that that were like diehard Marvel fans that, of course, are going to tune in, and then you had the people that that uh, you know the the fans of anybody who's on the show. But then I, I think you had a little bit of the this is the first Marvel thing that we've had come out, you know, in a while. So I'll tune in and right. check it out. I think I with, with Falcon and Winter Soldier, you had like all that plus you know the the i just want to watch a good action uh tv show and now with this i think you're going to get like the legions of 
Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> fangirls? Fan yeah. That are just... Cool. boys. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say fangirls, too, but there's plenty of men yeah. that are like... Yeah. I mean, hey, uh, he's, and, a guy, he's a good-looking guy. I'm, I'm just that. saying. I wouldn't he, say no. He's a fantastic actor. He really plays the part really well. I, I Loki's always been one of my favorite villains, so... I you know I've got to tune in regardless because anything. How did you like the uh, comic allusions to a couple of his famous stories there? Loki for president, and uh, the female Loki. There was a flash of a female Loki in one of the flashbacks. So yeah, that'll be interesting. Yes, I want to see that. Loki was. I missed all of it. I always missed it. Female in the comics for like two years almost. It was almost two years. (laughs) Yeah, what was original sin and like. The Loki dies. Ragnarok happens, and Loki dies. And when Loki come came back, came back as a girl this time. Because oh, he's a god, you know, the gods kind of reincarnate all the time. So, I just like how it's like you're not. I feel like you're not going to get Marvel fatigue or tired from these. Like it's obviously it's like continuous shows. Like it's bam, bam, it's bam, bam. But like it's a different just, flavor. So you're like, mm, chocolate, ooh, strawberry, ooh, vanilla bean, mango. What? And then you don't get sick of it. Shows after Loki, though, like, uh, uh, they will. Um, I know that they're constantly working. I mean, other than what if, if, what if is is. I think somewhere. I think what if is going to carry them through to Black Widow coming out. Give it, okay, give right. Disney Plus a little bit to breathe. Um, and then well, by the time. Is- yeah. Stuff. It'll probably switch over to the. No, there's another stuff. show coming out in the fall. I think they're going to give Black Widow time to breathe through the summer, like because hers is coming out July, right now, July or is it June? Six or seventh. I'm going Something to the theater like for it. I don't know if I'm yeah, yeah I'll, be, I'll be vaccinated. I should, uh, got my uh, vaccine, Ms. baby. Yeah, Ms. Elizabeth got her first appointment, by the way. Just so you know, Dave. For the, for the vaccine. So they finally gave We're pro-vaccine here. Listen to the last episode. So we will go, we'll all go together to go see uh, Black Widow. Next episode. Um, I'm going to FaceTime Brian. I'm going to put up yeah. here next to me. So, so there is a giant schedule. Um, I know that we're still going to after after Black Widow two other movies this year. Movies. Yeah, the cool <laughs> one about the people with like Eternals. Angelina Jolie. The Eternals? the Eternals, yeah, and uh, the the Chinese one. That's racist. Ooh, it's yeah. literally Chinese. Yes, Shang Chi. Yeah, Shang Chi. Chinese actor too. That's yes, it is. Still, still racist. It's not racist. Terrible. It's literally Chinese. Jeremy, you're racist. Wow. I can't. I'm too woke. Right. My third eye is wide open, bro. The trailer to what I really want to talk about now. All right, guys, we're gonna do our segment. Hit it, Dave. <laughs> oh, a quick interlude in which the boys discuss the newest episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Thank you. So if you don't want to hear spoilers for episode four of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, um, you can skip Stop to the now. end and you can hear the outro. But like, you know, you I, the we do it different each time. And then you can hear Thank me you plug the coming. YouTube and Instagram right, channel. Um, check us also, on the next episode. If you want to, you can watch this part on YouTube. I'm saying it right now, so I have to do it. Yeah, uh, you won't. You won't. I will. We'll today. Won't. I'm not gaming today. You um, won't. Yeah. You won't. You so won't. if you want to see our faces, if you want to see Brian doing this, what he's doing right now, check out the <laughs> YouTube channel. I'm going to zoom in. I'll do some crazy shit with it. All right. Um, so, yeah. No spoilers. If you don't want to hear spoilers, stop listening now. Skip to the timestamp, which is just going to be the end. Um, 
But yeah, and here we go. Episode four of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. How are there only two episodes left, first of all? Okay. I don't know. They're uh, going to kill Captain America. Hold on. No, they're not. Uh, they're killing him. They're killing him. He so, can't make it into a movie. They're killing him. Um, there, There's a couple of things to unpack here. Okay. Uh, PTSD, one, literally. One, uh, everything John Walker did in that episode was a twisted version of what Steve Rogers did. It also makes sense. From coming in through the door with the pistol over the shield to jumping out the window for the superhero landing on the truck Mm -hmm. to what he did with the shield at the end. Everything was a twisted version of what Steve Rogers did. Literally. Mm -hmm. And I I was like, we collectively in the living room were sickened by the end of the episode because I felt betrayed by Marvel, like completely. I love oh, how they, great. I loved they, it. they panned out from uh, Walker and then they showed the, the blood spatter. The blood. That was so cool. I texted Dave. I was like, that final shot. That's yeah. what I, I put in the group. That was like, I was like, Phew. and then like the, the ears ringing noise basically in the background where he's like yeah. blocking it all out. Like probably he's in, in shock. Like, yeah, he's in shock. It's like, yeah. I think it's a blood on the shield. And that was the final shot. I'm getting goosebumps now. That was bravo. Director of photography. Whew. Geez, director. Yeah, I, I think it speaks a lot to like his inferiority complex, trying to live up to Steve. Yeah. Um, the fact that he doesn't feel like he deserves to be there because he said like the stuff that got him the job. Was Is not he going to take that serum though? Oh, he already yeah, did. Sure. He's gonna, he did. That's why he was able he to do the, the superhero jump. He did. How do you? I missed it yeah, that's why he's he able to do the superhero. It was like the, uh, the first thing was when he threw the shield into the concrete wall and it went poof, like into it. Huh. And then that's when you kind of realize, I, like, oh, I shit. missed that part then. I watched it when I was like, I first woke up in the morning. So I, I need to rewatch it then. And he kicked the dude like through the wall. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the dude that through the wall, threw the shield into the thing, bent a steel bar around somebody's arm, uh, and lived out of a third or fourth story jump out of a window. Yeah, and then Ram. After I like how you can like slowly see himself like he's like comparing himself to all these people. So like previously he had three Medal of Honors, he was like top tier like human soldier, and then he, he reached like the next level of like superhuman, like superhero level stuff, and he keeps like seeing how he can't even compete. Like with the Wakanda Warriors, where he's like, they weren't even were. super soldiers, and I got beat like the, the crap. Like there's a whole like world that's like. Way Wait, crazier so than me. He, kill when me. when he had that fight with the Wakanda soldiers, was he already? Um, no. Did he already take the serum? No, no not no. yet. Okay. It, it was fight. that. Okay. It was that fight with the Dora Malahe that broke him, and in between right. scenes, he took the form. Okay. Um, yeah, because he got his ass handed to him. Chick threw a spear through his leather strap to get yeah. into a table, which was mm-hmm. the most. Big dick energy scene I've seen in this whole series. And then of she grabbed, when she grabbed the shield, and she yeah. like looked at him, and she's like, "Put it down." She's like, "Fine." She was going to take the steel shield because it's made of vibranium, which is from Wakanda. Yeah, they were mm-hmm. going to reclaim the vibranium. Yeah. Um, which I'm I'm glad that they didn't. Although if they did, it would have still been cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of wish they, they, they broken completely. I kind of so, wish they uh, had. I mean, the, uh, it's interesting the way that, that this all, all happened. I mean, you have somebody who who proved to, to be an excellent soldier uh-huh. and and he now has the serum and has become Captain America. 
uh, and, and it just goes to reinforce the point of the first that Erskine made. Where, yeah. yeah, where it's it's not about finding the perfect soldier; it's about finding a good man. Yeah, you know and how how different that is, and I don't think that the Walker's a bad guy per se. I think that he, you know, the expectations um. that are put upon him, the you know the amount of pressure on him. Uh-huh. He's just snapping under that, uh, and and this is somebody who I think the government has leaned on for a long time to to be that face. I mean, by giving him those medals, even though it was for stuff that shouldn't have been war crimes. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like we we've been training him to be this version of Captain America, so I don't think it's necessarily his fault in that he's a bad no. guy. I think that it you know I I think that we molded this version of Captain America and we got what. What we I was going to say at the end of the day, this it's is like, a weapon, and that's why it's he's like, a U.S. agent, not a captain. It's like Stephen Steve Rod Stephen America. Steve Rogers is like the the version of America that we see like as ourselves, but then like this Captain America is like who we actually are. Like we want to be good, we do shitty things sometimes, you know, murder people in broad daylight, commit war crimes in Iraq, start <laughs> wars that. We can't end, you know, things I mean, like that. Steve was a Boy so, Scout. He didn't even like people curse him. There's never been a Boy Scout America, though. He's just like so, what we want uh, to be like. From the Zemo fan club, I'm going to throw this in. Zemo oh, even acknowledged there's never been another so person like Steve Rogers. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He did. Yeah, he said he's he that, that the serum is the, the serum corrupts everyone. Yeah. And then they were like, except for Steve. And he was like, yeah, you, you're right. Steve was yeah. the only one. He was the exception, yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. And wasn't he like uh, one of the Steve? Wasn't Steve like one of the last volunteers to take the serum or whatever? Uh, no, uh, Steve was the only one to take that particular yeah. serum. Yeah, back in the day, he was the only one who got it because he got it. The Nazis, blew, a, a Nazi saboteur, blew up the rest of the soldier, uh, super soldiers. Mm-hmm. Here. Yeah. All right. Well, we, we don't have that's the, the vitamin Ray coffin machine thing that Stark put together to mm-hmm. activate the serum. And there it's was like, multi steps. Vitamin Ray. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're uh, going to kill Captain America. There's no way they're going to let this guy into the. Well, this movies. serum is different. It doesn't change their physical appearance. It just yeah. He says he did things. it more subtle. Yeah. So making him a gorgeous jacked man. Oh man, what a side effect! Ugh. Jeremy, is there something you would admit while we're on air, or are you okay? Are you it's right? hot. Have you have you? Been I've done his workout regime, except okay. minus the steroids. So, the yeah, they're not a steroid. No, they there take steroids. The actors. There were definitely a, some really cool shots, scenes, and ideas here, which led mm-hmm. me to think about something like. I'm sitting here, I'm kind of playing my video game, and I paused and I looked over and I was like, did they purposely delay Falcon and Winter Soldier so as not for Disney to look like it's a, 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 how can I put this, criticizing America during the Trump administration? It's really, I literally looked at her and she's like, what? I was like, they had the opportunity to restart any of their yeah, they had the opportunity to restart any of their projects, and they went ahead with WandaVision, which was supposed to be like the second one. They moved WandaVision. They were supposed up. to be. Yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah, they just flopped them. Yeah. Did they do that? Maybe for that reason. I think they, because uh, like, they made it a lockdown. 
But Prague wasn't at the time. They could have easily started up in Prague again where they were filming. But they waited right. until they... Atlanta was free to film WandaVision. Yeah. It's weird. I think it's kind of a weird thing. I think it I don't think it's the reason that they did it, but I think it's part of it. Yeah. An influence or something. It was They're still it was pushing the weird. imperialist like America thing. Yeah. I make I I forgot to mention the last one. I was annoyed when she blew up the GRC. I think that was kind of like she's becoming too agreeable and being no. like actually she has she really became, good ideas and then like bam. The, blew it up. They, I mean they point, they make it a little bit better in this one. Zemo was right. Zemo had her pegged. She became a supremacist. When you believe that your actions, yeah. you know, are and, justifiable. And, yeah, are all justifiable because you're better than other people. You're a supremacist. That's why he mm-hmm. said no one, no one needs to take this. And goddamn, I was cheering Zemo crushing all those super uh, soldier serum files. I love the fact that they made you feel like for a second that he might reach down and grab one of them. I thought he was for a bit. Himself. Yeah, I thought that's what we're going for. And then you you realize that like, no, he doesn't want this shit to exist. He's not yeah, gonna no. put it in himself. Yeah, but, like, but they make you you like wonder, oh, just because he's like staring at it, and, like, but the wheels are actually turning. Like, he's staring at it, and the camera goes down, so it looks like he's gonna grab one, and then all of a sudden you see his boot don't come on top of it. Yeah, oh, yeah. I was it like, was okay, the, I just love that little little scene. So has Zemo been the only character that's been truthful with both the audience and themselves at the same time throughout the entire show? I think so. <laughs> I don't think he's, I think we I don't think he's entirely truthful about everything, but yeah. I think he hides stuff, but when he does speak, I think it is truthful. He just doesn't say everything. Like he got the location of the funeral from the kids and then he told the kids not to give it to them. And then he and told he, he wanted that leverage. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm I think he does – he'll hide things, but when he does say stuff. So he's like neutral evil, I guess, maybe. So is Zemo out now? He escaped. Lawful evil. Is he yeah, – he, he, if he's he out of the Mad- show right now. He's, if he, he leaves Madripoor, he's, he's gone. He can get taken the back. The Dora Milaje will follow him to Madripoor. I don't I think he's safe anywhere right now. Uh <laughs> Do you but think we'll see? Fa- are you saying will we see him in the show or like the next movie? Yeah, I, I think he's gone from the show right now. There's only two episodes left. We still have. Uh, by the way, the 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 GRC, which I don't think is very good either. By the way, um, we have a uh, uh, U.S. agent because nah. I'm not calling him Captain America anymore. Um, and nah. we have uh, uh, the flag smashers. There's three floating. And right. like entities out there that could be antagonists to Falcon and Winter Soldier. And on top of that, um, right. Agent 13, which is Sharon Carter, which we don't know who she belongs to, and the Power Broker. There's too many things up in the air to resolve yeah. in two one-hour episodes. I think Zemo and the Dora Malahe, that was an exit. I think this is the end that. of uh, Walker, too, because so many people recorded him killing that dude. I was about to say, no, like, no, America's going to disown him. He's going to strip point. him of the title, and like, then he's, he's going to become field agent or whatever. Um, right. I, but I can't – I don't know how they're going to resolve all of this. He's losing his Captain America title and driving the madness. U.S. agent. U.S. agent. Then he'll become US that. Agent. And then they'll kill right. him. We're not going to get rid of him. America as a country is going to say, 
uh, he's been reprimanded or, or taken off the case, so he's going to turn into. I think he'll leave because he'll be have lost that and like be disgraced or whatever ostensibly, no, and that's everything he has. No, he's going to get offered someplace else, and I'm yeah. going to tell you exactly. Oh, as the US guy, okay. Thunderbolts. Yeah, he's going to be on the Dark Avengers. I think they're just going to kill him. Thundercats, ho. <laughs> so this is how um, Falcon becomes Captain America, I'm assuming. Um, I really need him to take the shield back because of all the characters on the show, he's the one that acted most like Steve. He didn't I, want it. He said no to the serum. I don't he, think um, I don't think he's going to take it up. I think it's going to be Bucky that's going to take it up at the end of this. No, yeah. absolutely I'll not. He doesn't. He won't take it at all. Um, I think it's I think it's going to be Sam like it does in the comics. Uh, I think I also Sam's think, closer to on his journey to feeling like he uh, deserves, deserves it, it than Bucky yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Bucky still it, is, is tortured by the fact that he was used for decades to. to also, Steve gave uh, Falcon the shield. Yeah. I think he always says he's like he gave you the shield. He gave yeah. you the shield, bro. And I think that's why he's going to like push for him to like actually take the shield this time. Like enough of this crap. You've been jerking around this whole time. And you caused a lot of this. Can you just take the shield already? It actually caused more problems that he didn't want. Like the person that wasn't chosen didn't take the shield. Like it caused more problems. Son of a bitch. Um, I, can, can we talk about Sebastian Stan's acting? In the very beginning, so when good. he makes that breakthrough in Wakanda, where he's not controlled anymore, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that dude is amazing. I got goosebumps watching that. Yeah. That was really good. He's good. And then bookended by the fact that like they know so much about him now, though, that they have control over him and can yeah. disengage his arm. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's like, so, like he's never given the no. full control of himself. I, I think that was kind of the yeah. A, a little like hit to his ego there. Like, was, I, it was an eye opener. I'm my own person, but I'm still under the thumb of somebody else now. They know mm. so much about okay. me that they can yeah. disarm me. literally okay. disarm me. I see that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that. I thought you were talking about the end too, where like when they run into the square and they see uh, Captain America just murdered someone in in the street, and they're like, okay. "Oh God." I like how I like how Bucky and Sam, when that was happening, they stayed back. Mm-hmm. They're like, uh, we don't want to be associated like, on this film happens. with that. Yeah. It's gonna look terrible for them too. Not to be there. I think it was just like, what the hell just happened? Like Captain everybody America. else. Yeah, cat. Like, oh, don't call him that ever again. That just made my stomach like turn slightly. Don't don't do that. that anymore. Great. I love US this. From now on, do we agree, Dave? Yep. See, you can't. I'm seeing how the world's going to see it. They're going to see Captain America, a superhero, killing a person in the street. Not that's not that's that's not that's not my problem. That's that's That's, TV's problem to solve it for me in two more hours. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) True. Captain America killed that guy in cold blood. No. Maybe it was heated blood. I'm going to get that tattooed on my arm. Captain America murdered someone in cold blood in the street. Ray, you should. I'm gonna pull that you part. Uh, just get, to get a tattoo of him with Hail Hydra. That's just terrible. You should get so, you should uh, get that uh, uh, that 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 panel that uh, Ray was talking about last episode, 
where he said he put in the Hail Hydra thing in this Captain America thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was that you? Was that you, Ray, or was that Dave? I don't remember. That was Dave. I just had to of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that you should get that little panel tattooed where it says "Hail, Hail Hydra, Jeremy." Yeah. Well, we needless to say, I think we're excited for the last two episodes to see where they take this and then where it'll lead or like how it'll feed into the movies, etc. Um, Sam better get that. But yeah, so I think that'll be it for uh, this get episode that. of, of Gotta Invite get that. the Party. We don't quote black eyed peas on this show, Brian. You know what happened. I'm a B. Tonight's gonna be a good night. I can feel it. Sorry. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> uh, yeah, that'll be uh, it for this episode of uh, the Invite to Party podcast. Thank you for listening. Um, go watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier. You're missing a lot. You're missing some great TV, great Marvel stuff, stuff we haven't seen before. Um, so go watch it. It's coming up to the last two episodes. Um, but yeah, uh, check out, or actually go, go watch it. So then you can watch the segment we just recorded that you skipped or maybe listen to on the YouTube channel at youtube.com slash invite the party. I think that's just yeah. what it is. It's Do you party. have a channel I'll already? Link in the description. Yeah. I made it a while ago. I just, I made it like months ago. <laughs> it has a header and a icon, uh, but nothing on it. Um, yeah, let's go ahead and check that out. You can see our faces. You can see Brian's beard that he keeps talking about wouldn't that be funny if it was just like i'm brian the one with the beard and you're just clean shaven like no one knew until like they see you on video right now he's not but i'm just saying that'd be funny the turn of events um but yeah go check it on the youtube channel there's a uh, uh, snapchat, snapchat filters that can make me clean shaven without actually doing it we need to apply that oh uh, please dear god don't because um i don't want to see that oh i have done it don't do or, Brian's going to post that on the Instagram later today. Um, no, later not. today. I'll post today. it in the Discord in like three seconds. I'll post it on the Instagram then. Uh, all right. Thank you for coming to the party. Peace. Later, yo. Bye. Deuces. Rest in peace, DMX.